you guys and Annie has been doing her challenge that I gave her last year and um, I think she said you watched four episodes yeah of out the of how many there's like 13 I think there's 12 or 13 so you're about like a third of the way through yeah and what are your thoughts on on the show thus far okay so my challenge was to watch Violet Evergarden which is a Japanese am- animation. Yeah. Um, and I liked it. I liked the art. The artwork was so beautiful. So you probably could just watch it on mute. Um, I didn't love all the war flashbacks. I'm not like a battle. I don't like to watch battle scenes. But um, I like the story a lot. And there's like a little bit of mystery in every episode. Mm-hmm. And I like that it takes place in like a... I don't know, the past, but also the yeah. future, like... Yeah, it's it's sort of ambiguous as to when it takes place. Yeah. Because it's just sort of like, yeah, the war's going on, but the main character has very advanced prosthetics. Yeah. That we don't even have yet. Um, How old is she? I think there's, she's probably younger than you think she is. Like, every anime, they're always, like, super young. Oh, okay. Or younger than you would think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was attracted to it when I saw it because of the trailer. I was like, wow, that's one of the best drawn animes I think I've ever seen. Yeah. And then we watched it and we're like, oh, this is really well drawn, but the story was really good. Yeah. Um, and everything. So I think, you know, you're in for, you're in for a treat. Yeah. Continue watching it. Like the groundwork's sort of laid out. There's usually fewer flashbacks. Like it starts out more like back and forth, but I think as it goes on, it's more grounded in what's going currently going on so it's a little bit of like a a, oh got like a west world theme a little bit not like in that robots are taking over but like that she is not fully human but she's developing well you'll find out more about her so she's not really a robot she just has like robotic arms but she's not or she's human but wasn't she created by the nasty brother? No. Oh, right. Yeah, you'll find out. I mean, you'll well, kind of understand why the way she is down the road. But um, well, I'm glad you recommended it to me because I wouldn't have picked it on my own. But, um, yeah, I figured it would be like a good starter anime, yeah. so to speak, because it's not real flashy in terms of like action. Um, it's more story driven, character yeah. driven, and just the artwork really. I mean, like I said, people, I would imagine most people would just watch it for the art, like the animation quality, because it's, I don't know if I've seen anything better. Yeah, it's really good. And we were talking um, the other day about how we still like 2D animation. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I think, I don't know, maybe our eyes are just used to that because we're of that generation, but I really enjoy that, especially when it's... Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Are you watching it on your own, or are you watching it with, with your husband? I'm watching it on my own. Okay. All right. Um. Because 
I've really been I've been reading a lot at night, so I've been mm-hmm. my husband's been watching Seinfeld reruns or uh, Jeep Bronco videos. <laughs> well, you gotta do like, your research. Peace out. I'll be. <laughs> I'll, like, I'll be reading. It's like I'm getting some Jeep. I'm getting a, well, it's not a Jeep Bronco. It's a Ford Bronco. Yes. But yeah. it looks like a Jeep. Yeah. The new one looks like a Jeep. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad that you're liking it. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll talk more whenever you uh, watch more. We'll talk about it on the podcast, and then we can get your final verdict whenever you end up finishing it. See if you'll continue on an anime kick not so much like I am but maybe like more open to watching similar anime yeah like that yeah are you ready for my challenge I am I'm ready for your challenge it's gonna be probably just like go outside or something yeah well I thought about that um this time of year traditionally at the library or like pre-pandemic we would celebrate Huga, which is like the Danish art of coziness and warm feelings of kinship and um, just doing stuff for the sake of enjoyment. Um, so I would like you to do a Huga thing, and I was going to mm-hmm. give you a choice. Okay. But I think I'll just tell you. That's fine. I want. Um, I don't think I gave you a choice. I just try. I thought it would be easier just to yeah. let you do that and not get bogged down by choosing. Yeah. So one of the elements of Huga is to spend time outside. So I thought I could just tell you to go mm-hmm. outside. But then um, I think a cozy thing that you could do that I want to do too is to take a virtual art lesson on our new app, mm-hmm. uh, Creative Bug. We've got this cool new app where you could take video lessons for like all this art stuff like mending painting screen printing i think home decor is one of them i think it's a lot of everything i think there's even cooking on there too yeah cooking or cake decorating um and they have 30 day ones which i won't make you do but i want to do the 30 day one because it's just like a small lesson every day mm-hmm. so that's my challenge to you is to pick a okay a creative bug lesson I will do that. and then we'll take a picture of your that's that works because it's funny because I started to get back into drawing recently. Oh yeah. Because I always, I wouldn't say I was never like great, but like I was adequate, and I'm sure if I stuck with it, I'd be amazing. But then I stopped doing it, so now I'm sort of picking it up again. Yeah. So I'll see if there's any drawing and creative bug, and then I'll do that. Yeah. That'll be. I have good, good practice. drawing talent in my family. My grandfather was excellent sketcher and one of my sisters is really good at drawing Mm -hmm. I'm really good at um, copying like seeing something and being able to um, recreate it or like fonts Um, Mm -hmm. yeah I'm not really sure what the best method is for practice like I've sort of just been looking at other pictures and just sort of copying because I feel like that'll get like the muscle memory down yeah like get my hand used to moving in that way and then sort of go off on my own but I really don't know. Really just practice. That's what everyone says. It doesn't really matter what you do as long as you do it. Do it every um, day, yeah. And just um. pra- do it. So that's sort of what I've been doing. I haven't been doing it every day, but whenever I do it, I usually try to have a reference picture just so I can, so I know what I'm doing it, so I can take notes at like what I could do better next time and all that stuff. Have you ever um, followed along with the book Drawing on the Right Side of the Brain? No. 
there's a book we probably don't have it um, because it's like a workbook like you draw mm-hmm. in it um, but it's called drawing on the right side of the brain and when I lived up north there was a man who painted like on a bridge over the water just mm-hmm. like in a movie or something mm-hmm. <laughs> he like was retired and he recommended that book to me and I got it I started working my way through it this is when my oldest was like a baby um, but it's just like a different um, tech shows you different techniques it's like mm-hmm. draw this while not looking down or mm-hmm. you know do the squiggly lines or yeah. yeah so yeah oh I'm excited to see what you <laughs> come up with I think I'm going to do a watercolor one there's lots of cool stuff you could do like I got TikTok against my better judgment just because my wife kept sending me stuff I'm like it just was like let me just get the apps so it's easier and yeah just, I have like, a girlfriend like that because every time you have to like it's like oh you go to the website yeah. and do this it's like I'm just gonna get the app and deal with it then like the algorithm is like freaky how well it works yeah um so I see like a bunch of drawing and watercolor and just weird sometimes just super weird stuff I'm like I don't know why I'm pretty sure I have all my cookies and tracking turned off but it knows like, you it knows me but it also it just the TikTok algorithm is scary I think the Pinterest algorithm is very scary um, mm-hmm. I've told you this before but we one, my husband and I had like a three-minute conversation in the car a couple years ago about horses because we were driving past horses and then like when I picked up my phone later on in the car trip Pinterest was like how to buy a horse (laughs) or like how to clean your stable Mm -hmm. and I know like that's not a thing I'm googling like that's not a search engine thing I'm often looking up is like horses yeah that's it's scary it's crazy it's too bad that I guess maybe the, the good thing about you know the book algorithm that librarians do is like there's that human connection but we don't have an algorithm we just have like or is memory could you consider memory like an algorithm memory algorithm like fall- and like though? I feel like with a expert librarian you can branch out like the algorithm's never going to make you branch out you're just tunneling like digger mm-hmm. deeper and deeper into the stuff you like but with like when you're talking to a person you can like like we did like Algorithm would never recommend Violet Evergarden on my Netflix. No, your no, your Netflix algorithm never would. <laughs> or it would say it would be like a X match. If somehow you accidentally stumbled across it, it would probably be like forty percent match. But I'm pretty sure Netflix hides all that stuff. If yeah. It's like under a certain threshold. Yeah. They just don't You're show it to you, which it. is, yeah. I guess, they got to do what they got to do. Yeah. But that's sort of how a lot of things work and that's sort of like the whole idea of branching out is getting out of the comfort zone yeah seeing outside your blinders Um, but I will definitely do that start drawing and then we will talk about our progress yeah throughout the year I don't know it shouldn't take a year for me to do this but I'll do it (laughs) yeah I don't know how long the videos are some they're I mean different lengths for different stuff I might do a cake decorating one mm-hmm. if I can find an easy enough one because my youngest birthday's coming up. Yeah, that's that's a little too intense. Cake decorating. Like yeah. Oh, wait, I forgot I don't have an oven <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, you don't need an oven. You just need, like, to decorate, you don't need, like, actual cake. You just need, like, cake-like structures and that's then you decorate true. the But for his birthday, stuff. I'm going to need an actual cake. 
A toaster oven cake maybe we can make. <laughs> a store cake. Yeah. That's probably what it's going to be because you're it's still process of renovating. Mm-hmm. Not fun. No, nothing's fun. Being an adult sometimes is not fun. So I had, yeah. to get, I had to get a new car because my other one died. Mm-hmm. And that was... It's not the best time to be buying a car right now. No. Um, and I had to... You know, I still owed money on my car because this was like the last year I owned it for payments. So I'm like, mm. oh, I gotta get a new car, and it had the extended warranty, which was up to a hundred thousand miles, and my car died at a hundred and two thousand oh, miles. Oh no! So I was like, well, <sighs> that's this is uh, 2022 is off to a great start. Yeah. Okay, I guess it can only go up from here. At least that's how I'm looking at it yeah. right now. Well, new but car. New car. You know, it works. I could start it from my phone. So there are worse things in the world. Yeah. Just was wishing I wouldn't have a car payment for like at least a little bit. Yeah. It's like my phone always when it, mm-hmm. my phone's ready to, like it's the month of my last payment, something terrible happens to my phone. They always feel like that's a thing, like the planned obsolescence yeah. and stuff. They, they haven't proven that it's a thing, but everyone thinks it's a thing. It's a thing. I talked to a refrigerator repairman that's... <laughs> Wow, very specific. He was a in he he was like third generation refrigerator repairman and he said like my dad used to or my grandpa used to like come back to service a fridge maybe every twenty years mm-hmm. and my dad would have to come back every ten to fifteen years and I come back every five to eight years mm-hmm. to service a fridge. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's it's something to be said. I don't think the build quality is worse. I just think that they just add too many bells and whistles yeah. now. Like, there's just too many components now that can go wrong. Yeah. With, like, the computers and chips and stuff. Like, back then, it was just, like, a whatever, how refrigerator technology works. Like, the coil. Like, you plug it in, all it does is keep things cold. Right, Nothing. yeah. Then you got to chip out the freezer. And, and then it's, it's good. And then, slowly but surely, they started adding, like, the, the ice buckets and the water lines. And mm-hmm. then it's, like, now you could go on Facebook on your refrigerator and do whatever. It's, yeah. Crazy. Or your fridge will tell Amazon when you're out of something. That too. Yeah. Um, well, what have you been reading and watching lately? Uh, let's see. And listening to. I've been watching the new seasons of Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer. Those, oh. are, both, those are both anime, so that's what I've been watching. That's kind of all I've been watching. Uh, the wife and I both sort of watch those like that's our Sunday routine they think it comes out like Saturday evening or whatever like that weird timeline is because with Japan's like it's like technically yesterday or tomorrow oh with the yeah weird yeah the dateline so we just sort of watch it as they get released on our platform and just sort of been playing video games just trying to keep chill reading still hasn't hasn't come to me yet in yeah. a minute so I have books that I intend to read I just haven't started them, but once usually I start, I can like usually finish it pretty quickly. Just like the act of starting it when I feel like there's other things to be done. So that's what I'm waiting for is just to pick it up and be like, all right, I'm going to do this now Yeah. and do it. I have a Mel book, so I probably should read that one first because that one's got to come back yeah. Earlier. sooner than later. It's harder to extend those for longer periods of time, like our books. No one wants it. Yeah, Mel book takes priority. Mm-hmm. 
that helps me figure out what to read sometimes. If I have like a bunch of books checked out, I'm like, well, I'll start with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what have you been doing? You mentioned before, as we were walking down here, that you've been doing a lot of reading. Yep. I've been reading more. I read. We finished Madame Bovary um, for my book club and had a good discussion about that. And I just finished... Um, Who wrote that one? Was that George Eliot or... Flaubert. Okay. I forget his first name. Francis, I think. I thought Maybe. it was like French George. guy. Yeah, yeah. He was French and um, he got, <laughs> he was taken to trial for obscenity because the book was so obscene, but I did not. He was taken to trial in France? or Yes, he, yeah. Wow. For a one day, it was just a one day trial and he was acquitted, but I was like, okay, let's read some obscenities and it was mm-hmm. not not very obscene, but it, there is adultery in the book and suicide, so I guess maybe that was part of it. But um, So I read that and checked out the movie, but I haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. And then I just finished a book called I Love You, But I've Chosen Darkness by Claire Bay Watkins, who's a West Coast writer. She writes about the American West in California a lot. Is this a fiction or nonfiction or kind of... It's kind of both. It's fiction, but the main character is her, mm-hmm. named her, and it talks a lot about her parents. Her dad was like the Charles Manson's right-hand Interesting. man. Interesting. Like in real life? or just In real book? life. And wow. there's like excerpts from the book he wrote in real life in it. Mm-hmm. So um, it was a trip. That book was a... Um, um, it was blew my mind, um, but I and I liked it, but I didn't. Um, I don't really like that genre because mm-hmm. I want to know what's true and not no. true. So I was like stopping reading it to like look up, <laughs> like okay, does this really happen? Like mm-hmm. that's what I do when we watch The Crown. Like we would be like that didn't really happen, and then mm-hmm. we Wikipedia it and it yeah. really happened. So I'd kind of rather just. Yeah, not there's know. like those liberties that usually like TV shows and movies take because it's not right. necessary or like they want it to make it easier to flow the narrative and like books and stuff like they just kind of do whatever. Yeah. Sort of like, almost sounds like a Hunter S. Thompson thing where it's like definitely true but like everything else is not. Yeah. Like it's hard to yeah. discern what's real and what's not. Yeah, um, so it's really trippy and it's her life so she can do with it. I think the author said people are going to assume it's me anyway. So it's 100% not a biography or anything. It's like action. It's like it's fiction. Fiction, but... It's got a lot of like real... Yes. Yeah. Historical truths. Yeah. So, and she just writes about, she writes about the West in a really interesting way. Her, her last book that I read was Gold Fame Citrus, and it takes place like in the near future when like everybody's abandoned California. Um because of climate change and I don't know so she just has a really good hold on that region mm-hmm. um, so I read that and then I started a book um, I like to read epistolary fiction sometimes when I want to read something quick like books that are just letters so I started a book called Francis and Bernard by Carleen Bauer that is a book of letters between two writers mm-hmm that was I found that because I made a display of books that were all letters I wouldn't imagine there's a lot but there probably is way more than I 
thinking. Yeah, there's not a ton, but it's a... Like, do you ever try to read, like, books in verse when you want to do something fast? Mm. Or are you not a huge fan of those? I guess I don't know any of them. Yeah, there's a few There's a few young books. adult books that I found that are like that. I think there's some youth books. Maybe it's not as popular or yeah. fitting for an adult book. I would like to, those, because then you could... I sometimes, especially after a hard read like that, Claire Bay Watkins book, I just want something mm-hmm. quick that I can get through, and I love it's very satisfying to me when I can finish a book in a weekend, yeah, which I can't really do, but mm-hmm. but when I get the chance to, I really like yeah. them because you don't like those fluffy writers or the like Daniel like, Steele I like or fluffy plots like I love a book especially this time of year where nothing bad really happens mm-hmm. or that's just like surface but sometimes when the writing is too formulaic mm-hmm. it's kind of not worth it for me but I think that field of like romance is really ex- expanding and I mm-hmm. have a girlfriend that loves to read that stuff and she's turned me on to a couple it seems like romance is going through like a, a reckoning or something with yeah. their genre. There was a documentary that came out a couple years ago about romance writers, and they were—I didn't watch it. I watched the preview, but um, they were saying that like we finance the book industry, like we we make they make so much money off their books that so like, like publishers the, are able to publish the so art the, the books. Blockbusters, like yeah. the Marvel yeah. universe. They're romance. the Marvel Universe, the yeah. Romance of the Marvel Universe of, of the book industry. Yeah, and I think they feel, and probably women who are deemed um, chiclet, um, like Jennifer Weiner, is a writer who's got a lot of um, best-selling books and they deal with women's lives and she gets offended and has written articles about when people refer to it as chiclet as, as if it's not real literature because it's written for feel, women. I feel like that's probably a tale as old as time. Yeah. yeah. Everything dismissing. Like for a girl. Yeah. Like yeah. Just add that to the or end it's of like the anything. Scene. I'm sure it's happened more to women in history, but just like like even people like look down on like fantasy, science fiction. Yeah. It's not serious yeah. or oh, western I've... stuff. Like, and like if it's not like something that you can easily fit into like that classic or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, doesn't count as a book real, or literature. As real literature, mm-hmm. yeah. That reminds me, I'm listening to a book on Libby that's science fiction, but it's like my level of science fiction. It's called All Our Wrong Todays. Did you hear about that? I feel like it came I came out heard, like in 2013. I feel like I know, if you told me the author, I, I feel like I know because I've seen the cover. I know, I know the looked, author. Yeah, yeah I had seen I know, the cover before too. And I, got, I know it got well reviewed I just never got around to like reading it it Um, takes place or maybe it came out in 2016 because it takes place in like a world where they were in the 60s they were able to create renewable technology Mm -hmm. that like didn't cause pollution and that like blew up the world in such a good way that like nobody's um, Mm -hmm. you know left without money everybody is comfortable Okay. You can explore all these, um, you know, technology and energy is endless, so you can explore all these crazy ways, and the mm-hmm. world is, like, sort of perfect. Um, and the main character is the 
um, the son of this genius who's like a, you know, mm -hmm. failure, and he somehow messes up everything so that it put they it changes the world to like the year 2016 as we know it. Oh man! And I think he comes to learn that you know he'd rather have a flawed world with mm -hmm. love in it or whatever than a perfect world without but mm -hmm. his world seems pretty good <laughs> uh, right now but i'm only like i think up 20 percent of the way through. yeah i would so. have never gotten the author alan yeah. mastai i would never yeah. figure that out but yeah i remember no. i think he's a screenwriter about, hearing about that um it's possible a lot it seems like a lot of people, like screenwriters or whatever, like everyone's like writing a book or writing a screenplay now. Like Sometimes I get judgy when a screenwriter does like, God, give other people a chance, stick to your own genre, but I yeah. really like this. And they know how to write a good story, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I think there's probably screenwriters that feel the same way too about authors. It's like, you don't know how to write a screenplay. Right, like you may have written a book, but like, yeah. But I think it just, whatever, because I'm sure, I don't even remember what is there's like, always, like, authors that write their own screenplays. Yeah, like, I think Margaret Atwood. She might have um, done a few. I know whatever her name did, Gone Girl. Um, oh, Gillian yeah. Flynn, or mm -hmm. Gillian Flynn did Gone yeah. Girl. Um, but, yeah, it's not too common where the author actually worked. Maybe they probably work with the screenwriter. Maybe they get a credit, but I doubt they actually yeah. write anything. They're just such different formats to do everything. Like, I hate how screenplays are written. I took a class in screenwriting, and the final project was we had to either take a chapter from a book and make it into a scene screenplay mm -hmm. or take a screenplay and novelize it and make it into a chapter it was really fun yeah i don't know what should be harder or easier i guess it just depends but like screenplays are just so i hate how they're written like yeah. i understand why they are written the way they are but like i just it's like it takes like a five minute scene it'll be like 30 pages yeah yeah a lot of like, pages cut to this like do this like walks in like there's just so much detail. Like you literally like could drop a screenplay on the front door of someone, and they probably could direct it to completion just yeah. with the screenplay. They might not do a good job because they don't know the other parts of the process. But right. like, literally, like everything's written for you. Yeah. Like the instructions are just all there. Yeah. Which one did you do? Did you do the I did screenplay to book or book to screenplay? I did a. I took a scene from Shakespeare in Love. That movie was big at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and made it into a chapter. That so, sounds fun. Is yeah, that, is that Central Michigan? Mm-hmm. Central Michigan University right there. Yeah. That's why it took me so long. That's why I graduated without a minor, because I was always taking class, classes like that, because mm -hmm. I genuinely, like, enjoyed them. I have, like, yeah. almost a women's studies minor, almost a film minor, but not quite any, enough should, classes just to do any minor. Them to you. be like, you're close enough. Yeah. you got these minors. I would have stayed in I, grad school. I... I was working full-time when I was in grad school, so I was, like, done. Happy to be done with it. But I feel like I could have stayed in college forever, just taking, like, yeah, random like classes. learning, but, yeah. like, I don't know if I like the college, like, school, yeah, like, right. anymore. Like, I'm like, oh, I could learn this stuff. Like, YouTube's got such good stuff. Like, we have good stuff. Yeah. It's like, the books and stuff. That's just, true. self -taught. Like, a formal education now, as I already have a master's degree in you also, it's like, it just seems like... It's not, I don't have time for it either. It's like I don't have time to like just go to school or yeah, even do an online class yeah. and like care about getting graded. It's like 
I'm not here. Just can I take this class for fifty dollars? I'm not here to do any work. I just want to learn stuff. Yeah. But audit the class. Yeah. I think most professors, if you told them that, they'd be like, I don't care because yeah. they're not getting paid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's but um, but yeah, I've always sort of been interested in that learning, mm-hmm. just everything. I always was interested in film, um, and everything. I almost thought about doing that forever. Like, but I'm like, ah, eh, it's too expensive. Yeah. To do that and too hard to break into. It is really expensive. And the film industry used to be here a little bit, but... Yeah, there was a little bit here and stuff, but it's just so hard to break into. I guess now maybe it's maybe it's easier because there's so many different services. Ways they to all get need, into it, yeah. They all need content, and that's how you get in. And now you have YouTube. You have, like, there's just so many avenues for you to be creative now Yeah. that didn't really exist when I was in school or thinking about my future um i've been listening to a lot of lucinda williams you remember her she's She's not dead though no she's not dead um yeah i know her my son and i he often watches at nap time austin city limits um and they had like a austin city limits hall of fame they were honoring lucinda williams and wilco and another guy um, mm-hmm. that I, I don't remember the name of. But um, I used to listen to her a lot, and then I kind of just stopped. And then um, listening to her sing, and then there were people doing covers of her song, really nice covers. Mm-hmm. Um, that got me back into it, so I've been listening to that. Yeah. I just have been doing my typical whatever my YouTube thing says I'm interested in that week whatever their super mix is I just sort of play that and go through just like based on everything I've listened to ever yeah it's mostly the algorithm is I need to like some more stuff yeah branch out yeah it's limited in stuff because I've stopped liking songs that they've like I'll hear a song that I've already liked or whatever I'm like that's cool then I'll hear a song that I like but I haven't liked I'm like probably should have liked that yeah to get the everything a little bit better I'm sort of like I wouldn't say I'm in a rut because it doesn't. I don't like not like it, but I definitely feel like it's it's definitely feels limit more limited than it used to. Yeah. Because I'm not using it properly, which is really, I guess you could say a tale of all the technology is like, the technology is usually fine. It's like the people don't use it the way you it's intended. Use it. Um, so I gotta go like some songs. I never dislike songs though. Like I feel like there's always a it might be a good thing, but I've never. But do you just skip like them? I skip them. I, don't, I feel like it does count them, but like I don't know how it works. Because I skip songs that even like I've liked. I'm like, I just don't want to listen to this right now. Yeah. So I have no idea how it works. But I've never not liked something. Like on Netflix, it just has thumbs up or thumbs down. I just like things. I don't dislike things. Yeah. Because I don't really go actively out of my way to thumbs down anything. I'm yeah. sure that would help, but like I don't know what I would give a thumbs down what's like bad enough that I don't ever want to see it ever again to mess up my recommendations. Yeah. Um, have you been watching? Oh, you were saying you were watching yeah. anime. Mostly just anime lately. Just sort of where I've fallen. I have so many things in my queues, like in all the services. I guess I've been watching a bunch of Encanto. Oh yeah, we've just, watched that like 10 times. That's just background noise to me at this point, but yeah. there's worse things to be what like have the kids watching or yeah, like, they're not even so much interested they just sort of watch here and there then they're like up and play and then they're like back watching it so it's like it's fine especially when I'm cooking dinner I like need them to like leave me alone for like 10 to 20 minutes yeah. it's like 
That's throwing Kanto on. Yeah. That's like the new jam. It used to be Raya, but now, now it's and Luca. We don't talk about Bruno. Yep. I love Luca. <clears throat> That's such a sweet movie. Um, yeah, we've been watching that a ton at our. I'm sure the new one, the new Red Panda one's gonna be in the mix. I forgot what that one was called, but I know it's coming out soon. So we'll be doing it's just Disney. We had our um, family movie night last week, and it was my husband's um, choice, and he picked Apollo 13, and so we watched that. That's an interesting choice for a family movie. Yeah. Um, Isn't that super long, too? It's pretty long, but my eight-year-old was up for it, and Mm -hmm. he really likes space. Yeah. And he got a kick out of, like... You know, my husband was like, there's probably more technology in your Fitbit than in that whole NASA control center. Mm -hmm. Um, And Ed Harris is in it. I love Ed Harris. I'll watch anything with him in it. It's got a pretty stacked cast. Yeah, it's got a great cast. I remember my parents, um, that came out like Tom Cruise had won that double Oscar for like Philadelphia and then Forrest Gump. Oh, Tom Hanks, not Tom Tom, Cruise. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Tom Hanks. And yeah, it came out in 95. I think it was like the movie he did, might have did after Forrest Gump. Yeah, and so I remember my parents coming home from the movie theater. They had watched Apollo 13, and they were just like, Tom Hanks can do no wrong. I think he's going to win a third Oscar. They were like, he's the best. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a fun, it was a fun movie. Yeah. He wanted to watch Gravity. My husband's always like, he could watch this, right? I'm like, no, Gravity. I had like a nervous breakdown when I watched Gravity, but well, I think I, that's because you're older. Like your your kid probably wouldn't understand, but yeah. like I don't know, like your kid probably wouldn't be interested in that movie because it's like too slow and like philosophical and yeah. stuff. Like you'd be like, this is boring. That was the first <clears throat> movie. It was like our first date after we had our first son. Mm-hmm. So I was. It was like the first time we left our son, and then in the movie. She has like a daughter that died or something, and she's lost up in space. And, and I just that was it. I just couldn't. Like, my husband was like, "Do you have to? Do, do you we have to leave? go?" Like, You're like, "You're probably like, we probably should, but yeah. we paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like our night out. <laughs> no, we won't go. I'll just cry here in the theater. Um, but it was it's good. Like an usher comes in, it's like, oh, I'm really sorry about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interested to see if I watched it again, if I have like a physical, if my body has the memory like, of like yeah. hyperventilating in the Well, I theater. guess that's something you got to try it. And I guess let us know on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll pick it for movie night this week. Yeah. that That's like a, just definitely not a family movie. No. That's like a. You know, after the kids go to bed, you guys can watch a movie. Yeah. And everything. Yep, that's about it. Um, yeah. For what I've been consuming. Yeah, that's pretty much it, too. Just sort of dealing with the car stuff and navigating all that in 2022. So, January was a little rough, but hopefully yeah. February to December is going to be smooth sailing. Are you hoping for a snow day um, later in the week? It's supposed to be a big snowstorm. Um, I heard it was supposed to be snowy, but it would be. I guess it would be interesting. I mean, I'm not going to say I wouldn't take it, but you know, if there is a snow day, there's a good chance that I will be staying home. Yeah. Only because, like, if the school closes, right, I'll need to stay home with the kids. Or, you know, I don't live very close, but I don't live far, so if the drive is like too much or whatever they're saying 10 inches that's something i've always told myself about living as close i was like i can be like i 
don't know, like the U.S. Postal Service, like, I can walk to work if I need mm-hmm. to. I'll be there to open those doors. Yeah. Unless the kids have to stay home, too, then I can stay home. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we'll see. When is that supposed to be? Wednesday and Thursday. Both days? Like, accumulation of 10 inches or, like, like 10 inches start. each day? Like, two feet I of think snow? accumulation. <laughs> yeah. It's still a lot, though. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. I guess, you know, if we get a snow day, we get a snow day. Come and in we... and get your books ahead yeah. of time. <clears throat> well, yeah, because the library has closed before. It seems like it's rare, but it has closed, so just mm-hmm. be aware. This if episode probably s- won't even be posted yeah. until like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, we'll just remember that there was the that snow scare of February 2022, <laughs> and maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. Yeah. But we'll be back in a couple weeks, hopefully with updated challenges and stuff. So, bye. <laughs>